people go to social media to socialize. Others go there to learn about birds' lives. Thank you for tuning into Hit and Air Go Birding, a podcast by birders for birders. You're pretty proud of that, aren't you? Well, it's the first one I've ever written. Congratulations. <laughs> I'm Hannah, and he's Eric. And we created this podcast to share adventures, sometimes misadventures, and opinions that we have on different birding topics. We're definitely not experts, and anything that we discuss that might be controversial, we want you to remember their own opinions, and they might be different from yours. So, let's let's hit it off hard with some news. Yeah, so, it's October. Yeah. It's beginning of October. That's everyone. Everyone knows the beginning of October is a great time for some fall birding. Of course. And uh, Ebert knows this pretty well. So <laughs> they have uh, the October big day. Stop this using us, Ebert. <laughs> <laughs> this upcoming weekend, October, the October big day from Ebert um, on the 9th, uh, this Saturday. As well as the Global Birding Weekend yeah. put on by Global Birding. Mm-hmm. I think there's a third bird thing, too, that's happening. I feel like we were talking about this before we started recording. Like, every... You put global bird, like, day, year, weekend, all, all that stuff together, and that's all happening this weekend. Yeah, everything, much. Everything globally birds is happening this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, moving right along. Uh, no reviews or ratings this week. Nope, not this week. But uh, if you do want to listen... If you do want to rate us or review us, go ahead and do it, and we will read it like usual. Mm-hmm. Sometimes have commentary. <laughs> so one other piece of news, um, you know, we're trying to be better about promoting my show, my yes. Women Birders Happy Hour show. And um, so this last week I put on an episode featuring Andrea Molina, mm-hmm. who is a birder based out of Quito, and she's a, a field guide out of there. Um, although she guides in, you know, many different places and I just had such a good time talking to her because, you know, Eric and I had been to Quito and Mindo and all these really awesome birding places. And so hearing her talk about like going and seeing an Andean cock of the rock just <laughs> brought me back to, to being there and experiencing it for myself. Just so. picturing the roads that she was driving on and yeah. places that she went <laughs> yeah. or that she goes all yeah. the time. <laughs> um, so check it out and check out, you know, Andrew and all the cool things that she's uh, seen and experienced as well as advice she has for others and um you know enjoy a andean cock of the rock which was the featured cocktail of that episode and you liked it didn't you i did it's a, it's a pretty good looking bird and a pretty good tasty drink well thank you <laughs> so um moving on we have some upcoming travel that we want to hang out with you if you're going to be there at the same time so we'll be at the Rio Grande Valley Birding Festival in November. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like the second week in November in, yeah. um, you know, Harlingen, Texas is where it's based out of, but it goes all throughout the valley. And all so th- three counties down there. Yeah. So uh, make sure to register soon if you haven't already done so, if you plan on going, because field trips do uh, fill up really fast. Yes, they do. Um, another thing that we'll be down for is, uh, the San Diego Bird Festival in February. So if, I, I don't know if registration's open yet for that. I don't think so. I don't think it's open quite yet, but, uh, but get it on your, uh, get it on your calendar, get it in your, uh, save the dates. If you're, if you're going down there, we'll be down there doing some bike tours and, uh, and doing some hanging out and just birding around too. Yeah. It was really fun when we went before. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited to go back and, yeah, and do more bike tours. Yeah, the last thing we did before the pandemic. Seriously. <laughs> Uh, and then we've mentioned it before but we've been chatting with the folks who put on spring chirp in harlingen texas and that i want to say is like the last weekend or so in april so Mm -hmm. um you know if you're down in that area and you want to see a good texas migration that's where you go oh yeah yeah 
So, uh, moving right along to our Bird Nerd Giveaway. Bird Nerd Giveaway! <laughs> We're nerds. That's the official song for it now. Is it? Yeah, sure. Okay, good job. Sure. <laughs> so, this one uh, was graciously donated by uh, Tim and Diana Asbury, who have a company called Asbury Games. Um, and what it is, is their big year dice game, which seems... It looks really cool, and I can't wait yeah. to play it. Oh, I know. It's so it's uh, it consists of a, um, a number of dice, an action cube, and a little tin to carry it all in, so it fits in your pocket. It's it's, it's like an Altoids tin, which is yeah. really cool, you know, because then it's so easy to take from to festivals and on birding trips. Oh yeah, and uh, Tim is a game aficionado. He's he's all about um, playing different board games and stuff, and so he he designed created the game metric the game mechanics. The metrics, the game mechanics for this, and um, and put added this birding aspect to another game. And his wife uh, Diana added the graphics to the whole thing. So it's, it's it was really a full a full uh, husband a team wife team yeah team a team effort uh, fam- a family game for family birders I guess or non family birders or non family birders yeah, yeah. <laughs> make your own family yeah yeah and every game is assembled by hand at their home in Eastern Pennsylvania. Uh, so like Eric said, it's a, a dice game and it was inspired by the big year competitions in which, you know, birders g- go out and see and hear the most species in the calendar year within the U S and Canada. And there's also a lot of different variations to that, mm-hmm. but that was really the basis of the game. And so, um, playing the game, you compete to see who can identify the most bird species and good or bad things can happen on your birding travels. Like don't let a flat tire or cracking your spotting scope or you know going off the road or something cause you to miss out on a lifetime bird which i'm sure a lot of us have had those experiences yeah so in order to uh win yourself a copy of this game you can send us a story send send us some cool stuff so we're looking to hear what people's ideas of a non-traditional big year would be um you can send it to all of our stuff Um, what we're kind of looking for is something uh Something either that you've done or you'd like to do, or even just something you want to be creative and come up with something crazy. So things like uh, doing a green big year. Or unicycling big year. Unicycling big year, yeah. We, we, we talked to unicycling big year. Or unicycle, or no, not unicycle. <laughs> <laughs> where is that one? Like um, just a weekend big year. We've talked yeah. about doing that. Do, doing just a weekend where only birds only count from 5 p.m. Friday until... Uh, midnight on Sunday. Until midnight on Sunday. Like... Yeah, sure. These are just examples. Just, just examples. If if send send us send us your example of what an interesting non traditional big year could be region specific could could be anything that you would or would not like to do. <laughs> yeah, maybe send us something that you would not like to do. That would be that'd be a good one. And uh, make sure to use our hashtag Bird Nerd Giveaway, and also um, you know check out Asbury Games. They have been really um, really generous in donating this gift, as well as uh, they have an Etsy store and so that's where you can buy their products is on Etsy and we'll make sure to include that in the show notes but they went ahead and put a coupon code mm-hmm. that's good until November 7th that you can enter that in to get 20% off this is our first coupon code so first I'm really excited coupon about code. it <laughs> um, but anyways use coupon code go birding uh, to get 20% off and 
you know, I, I just think it's really cool how excited Tim was when we talked to him about doing this. And, mm -hmm. you know, I'm really excited about this partnership. So yeah, thank so you, Tim and Diana, for doing this with us. Yeah, so even if you don't win, you can still get 20% off and, and get yourself a copy. Yeah. Um, what How you need to enter is um, send us emails, send us on social media, tag us, do 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 however it is you've ever gotten in contact with us before. Just, <laughs> uh, just do that again. Um, but... Uh, do it by October 19th uh, when we'll do a random drawing of all the entries to determine who's the winner that will be announced on our October 21st episode. Yeah. Well, thank you again to Tim and Diana, and thank you all for participating. We're having a lot of fun doing the Bird Nerd giveaway, yeah. and uh, we're glad that some of you all are too. Yeah, we're getting to talk to different artists and different uh, creators of different things. And we're hearing all the cool things that you know yeah. our listeners, you know, the the entries that you guys all have. Oh, yeah. So that's exciting. That's, that's really fun. So we are here to talk about something probably a little unusual or off, you know, tangentially related to uh, birding, but it's social media. Social media. Yeah. So if you didn't get it from our, uh, from the song that I, uh, or the title of the episode, probably or the title of the episode. So we're talking about TikTok. Yeah. So TikTok is something that's really new to Eric and me. Um, we have, we created a TikTok. I think we have like, I think we actually have a lot of videos, like 20 videos or something like that. Hmm. Um, because we, <laughs> he has no idea. I have no idea how many videos we filmed. Um, but TikTok is just, it's a really interesting animal. Like we grew up with MySpace, mm -hmm. um, and then that transformed into Facebook and, you know, we have an Instagram and Twitter. We didn't really figure out Snapchat I think we're a little too old for Snapchat. Yeah. That one, that one came and went, or maybe it's still going. I think it's I still know. going. But anyways, TikTok is just, you know, it, I keep thinking about like Vine. Like I never really got into Vine years and years ago, but they were short six second clips that people would create and then post. Mm -hmm. And this is, TikToks are like a minute. And so you have a lot more time to get stuff accomplished. Um, but it also has all these really cool features in it. So Eric, I'm mumbling or no, rambling. So, so what is TikTok? <laughs> I, I don't know. I think you're doing a good enough job describing it for somebody who's not uh, not heavily into it. So it's a it's a video plat a social media video platform where you can comment on people's things. Uh, we talk we when we're talking with Teacher Tom, we um, kind of describe it a little bit. Um, it's it's mostly full of stupid videos. There is a lot of like really interesting content, a lot of educational content, a lot, a lot of, of funny stuff, a lot of funny stuff, um, a lot of just stupid stuff but it's uh it's interesting it's um it was in the news um a couple years ago um because there was a lot of videos that were uh anti-trump mm -hmm. and then trump decided that he wanted to ban it yeah um so there was there was a in whole, the u.s in the u.s um so there, there was a whole controversy going on with that i didn't follow it that closely because we weren't on tiktok at the time so yeah. it was it was right over my head mm -hmm. I, didn't, I had no idea what what was going on on tiktok but, uh, but yeah, it's a really, it's a really interesting platform with the potential to be extremely educational and pretty, pretty interesting. And, um, teacher Tom, we interviewed him all about it. Um, and he actually mentioned a couple people. Uh, he mentioned Ranger Keith mm -hmm. as another bird, uh, TikTok birder and Hannah follows a number of other TikTok birders. Yeah. And so we, birder TikTokers, <laughs> we know. have a, a, a our own channel. I don't think it's called a channel. We have our own account, mm -hmm. Hannah and Eric go burning. And really I, I found out about TikTok because there's this sound producer. Um, I think her handle is like, so wily is what I want to say. Anyways, she found, um, a bird call 
and you know on like Merlin or one of those apps and she used that in her sound production and so as a, as a sample and just repeated it over and over and over she's like this is and did like layers and yeah. yeah all this stuff and like the birders on Twitter like lost their minds about it they thought it was the coolest thing and she did a number of other um, videos after that that used the same thing um so that's really kind of where I found out about it and then I created one and then we didn't really use it and then I found out that one of our friends, Tom, is like huge on TikTok. Yeah, huge <laughs> so, on TikTok. So then we were like, okay, maybe we need to figure this out a little bit. Um, so we're, yeah, we're on there. We're kind of active and it's a lot of fun though. I mean, Eric wastes hours a day just it's, watching TikToks. It's very, it's very annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I need to stop. No, it's, it's, for me, it's annoying that I get stuck. I get stuck in this swirl of just, like, scrolling through stupid videos and, well, like, construction guys doing oh, yeah. stupid things and laughing. Like I said, our is a shared account, and so it, like, picks up on the algorithm. Oh, of, yeah. Like, I've ruined the algorithm. Like. Yeah, it's pretty much all construction videos. <laughs> Anyways, we had a nice conversation with Tom. Talked to him for, for a good probably almost 45 minutes to an hour i ended up not hitting record for a while so we only got uh we only got like 20 minutes out of him on on the on the recording but we had a great time talking to him and he gets he told us all about how he started his tiktok and what he does what what he uses it for so listen to us talk to tom okay we are sitting here with tom myers um handle is uh bird birder of, bird of the week bird of the week wow <laughs> that wasn't a great start. You need the auto tune to make it sound really good. <laughs> we do need the auto tune. Did you want to sing it? <laughs> no, it's okay. Uh, so we're here with Tom Myers, uh, one of our friends from the Portland area, who has been pretty big on TikTok recently for his, you know, participation in birder TikTok um, with his profile Bird of the Week. So Tom, please tell everybody more about yourself. Well, my name is Tom Myers. Um, I live outside of St. Helens, Oregon in Columbia County. I'm an elementary school teacher in Portland. I've taught second, third, and fourth grade. Um, and I started a TikTok to try and teach my students a bit about birds that they might see and hopefully get them excited about keeping an eye out for birds and maybe even becoming a birder. Um, and what started as sort of a school project has blown up a little bit. So I guess I can say teacher and TikToker now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, I take it you don't have 150,000 students then in your uh, school? I don't. Okay. I, I usually have around two dozen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So say again, what grades you teach? I've taught second, third, and fourth over the last few years. And they're, so all, I kind of shift. they're all doing TikTok? <laughs> they're not supposed to be, but a lot of them are. And a lot of them have older siblings or parents who are on it. And there's a lot of phone sharing with the younger generation. Mm. So, um, could you maybe give a rundown on what TikTok is for everyone? Yeah, it's a social media app all based around like one minute videos, although I think some folks now can make longer ones, but it really runs the gamut. I feel like people, when they first experience TikTok or first see it, they see maybe the most popular stuff, which is a lot of Gen Z folks dancing and <laughs> funny memes and like weird internet humor, but it has a pretty powerful algorithm. So once you start liking certain things and following certain things, it really caters to your interests. So, um, I mean, I learn a ton now cause I follow tons of science educators and naturalists and scientists. And it's like, my account is shockingly educational. <laughs> <laughs> shockingly educational for a social media. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I follow lots of teachers who just like do teaching strategies from like academic stuff to classroom management and all that. But I also just follow tons of naturalists and scientists and mathematicians and etymologists and entomologists. Like, it's crazy. It's really fun. That's funny because like ours ends up being Eric watching construction <laughs> videos. And so it's just crazy construction stuff. And then there's this one gal who makes fun of the Kardashians. And I follow <laughs> that and that one just cracks me up. So our... Oh, we have it's, a shared a profile, account. so it really spans a lot of things. So we're gonna have to go towards more what Tom does, and start liking educational things F rather follow something in pr on purpose. Yeah, rather than stuff that's melting our brains. <laughs> so you make these really great videos that are bird of the week, and your song gets stuck in my head all the time. We just sing it back and forth to each other. Um, like, how long does that take you to put together? I feel like I'm better at it now, so it doesn't take as long as it did at the beginning. Um, so last fall, when I first started making it, our you know we started the school year totally virtually, and we'd had a long-running school video announcement system for many years. But since everyone was going to be on the computer at home, we wanted to kind of beef it up. So the teachers at school were kind of like signing up to do weekly installments. Um, so like our history teacher was doing like this week in history and. Teachers are doing like workout videos, just things to get the kids kind of excited to log in and watch the video announcements. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I volunteered to do a weekly bird segment, which originally was gonna be just like a Google slideshow with me narrating it. Um, but I had downloaded TikTok at the beginning of the school year because kids were just came back from summer break like talking about TikTok. And um, for years I've had students talk about wanting to become YouTubers when they grow up. And this year I had multiple kids be like, I'm gonna be a TikToker when I grow up. So I was like, I need to download this app. Um, and I did, and it's really fun. There's tons of wild stuff on there. And like I said, I felt like I was learning a lot of cool stuff. Um, so I started my first Google slideshow. My husband's like, you are always talking about how cool TikTok is like, make it on TikTok. The kids will like it so much if it's a TikTok about birds. So, um, the first one I made was about acorn woodpeckers. It probably took me way too long than I should admit, like an hour and a half or something. Um, and I just made it for the school. So it was mostly about like where to find them near our school. Cause I thought kids would be excited to try and go out and find the colony. That's just a few miles away. Um, but then I ended up editing some of that like local site specific stuff out and posted it. And like right away I had like a couple thousand followers. Oh wow! So I kind of just went from there and I kept making them for the school video announcements. And I kind of fell into a little formula that people seem to like. It's like the little theme song, then what the bird looks like, where it lives, what it eats, what it sounds like, some fun facts, and then it just loops back to the beginning. Yeah, and and, and just like you you posted a video the other day where you're just pointing at the birds. That <laughs> you, you you said your one of your classes found found uh, found it and said, "Oh, look, you're you're the guy that points at birds." <laughs> it's just a video yeah. of you just pointing at a hundred birds. <laughs> It's one of these weird things where like the kids all know what TikTok is and they claim to like it. And then they watch the school announcements and like one minute of the announcements is my TikTok about a bird. But like, I don't think they all understand that it's also out there for anyone to watch. <laughs> like I overheard one kid saying, teacher Tom has a TikTok. And I'm like, yeah, you all know, you see it, bird of the week. And they're like, yeah, it's just him talking and pointing at birds. <laughs> <laughs> a little more than that, but thanks. <laughs> you're like you don't know how much time and effort i put into this into your education <laughs> not just pointing i'm just in front of a camera yeah, pointing at birds because i've got it kind of down to a formula i feel like i can make them a lot quicker now but like the thing that takes me the longest is finding creative commons photos because i just i think on tiktok you can technically use a copyright photo but 
for some reason I just don't want to do that. So I'm trying to only use photos that are out there for anyone to use. Yeah, I, I kind of figured a lot of them were yours too, because you're a great photographer also. Some of the photos are mine. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> so before doing TikTok, um, like I know you're on Instagram because that's how we found out about you. Um, were you doing other SciComm before or just for kids? Um, I mean, the bird of the week stuff just started for a school project. And then, like I said, the first one just got enough attention that it like kept growing and growing. And I, it's really fun making them knowing they're sort of for my students and for them to get excited about seeing like meet their teacher on TikTok. But you know, it's really fun interacting with all these random people that follow me. Like people are always requesting birds or like telling stories about how they know that bird or they've heard that bird their whole life and never knew what it looked like. And like the comments are really fun and almost always positive, which is kind of unique or seems unique to me at least. I feel like TikTok, like the internet in general, has some, you know, negative commentary and some like bullying and that sort of thing. But on the videos I've posted, it's all people just being like, I love birds. I love bird of the week. I <laughs> want to see this bird. Or, you know, my grandma loved this bird. It's like very wholesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, in terms of like other things that came from birding, I just, whenever I get into a new hobby, I feel like I want to like make something. It helps me remember and learn. So, you know, I only started birding a few years ago, but like drawing birds and taking photos of birds and then looking at them just helped me become a better birder. So I feel like bird of the week is just an extension of that. Where like each time I make a video, you know, I'm learning new things too. Cause I'm researching facts about the birds and um, then I feel like I know them better. So there was an article that came out recently. I didn't read it because I'm, I just saw the headline <laughs> because Ranger Keith posted about it, about oh, yeah. um, how TikTokers are starting, you know, birders and TikTokers are starting to get together. Do you find that there's any like sort of collaboration with the other birder TikTok people? I haven't done any yet except just like applauding and following the people who I think are like making cool content and interesting content. But um, it's funny you mentioned Ranger Keith because I feel like he, he like shows a really great side of birding of just like this like escape from, you know, reality, just like a quiet moment in the woods, which people totally understandably like are drawn to because it's one of the best parts about birding is just, you know, being in nature and like having a little moment to yourself. Um, but no, I haven't really interacted with other people on TikTok, but hmm. Uh, I would. It'd be fun. Maybe we should like. So we we started a TikTok and we've done a couple terrible videos that were not that not that great and not that popular. But um, <laughs> maybe we should do the exact opposite of Ranger Keith and show an uh, like another whole side. So you've got the educational side. He's got the quiet serenity side, and we should show like the crazy listing side. Like. <laughs> Like, no, I think the frustration <laughs> side. Oh, the frustration. Like, there we go. The frustration so, side. Of I mean, we went out today because there was a rare bird and we got it, you know, which is like very rare for us. We're like 50 50 on like, you know, going out and chasing things. So we should show like the frustration, how much we hate birding at times. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, that's the thing about TikTok that I've really noticed is the people who are successful on it. They have like a brand and a shtick. Yeah. that they go with like like you mentioned with ranger keith and bird of the week and i feel like we were trying to do like you know bird watcher lingo or like the funny things birders do but just haven't really been dedicated yeah. to it that's see, see that i think the birder lingo thing is a good idea because people who you know first become interested in birds or birding there is like a lot of lingo it feels like sort of a club and you don't know you know the uh the language but 
I think that would be really cool we, to kind of explain all the we did, nicknames. We did one the other day that was work the flock because we have a friend that always says like work the flock, work the flock. He's like, oh, the, so you're going to see a bunch of warblers out there. You got to work the flock. When you get out there, work the flock. You're going to get some good things on it. And I posted it and we, you know, we made a video of it. And then like, I was like, oh, has anybody ever heard your, their friends say this before? And like all these comments, like, no, nope, no, nope, I've nope. never heard that before. <laughs> I was like, did this guy make that up? <laughs> I've never heard it either, but it makes sense to me. Like, you know, take the time to look through it and really like try and see everything there. And I think I like that phrase. I'm going to borrow that. <laughs> yeah. And, it, you know, it's fortunate because it, it translates down to WTF yeah, as WTF. Yeah, an abbreviation. Work the flock. <laughs> that is good. <laughs> you know, what you were saying earlier about like having a little brand or like niche on TikTok, like I hadn't really thought about that. But last week I was with my, my brother-in-law's kid who's 12 and they were talking about how fans of TikTokers want like consistent content. And when a TikTok creator makes something different or goes off brand, people don't like it. <laughs> I hadn't really thought about that, but I feel like, you know, maybe that's one reason Bird of the Week appeals to some people is it's like really formulaic. Like it starts with the theme, it goes through these things, and then you know it's going to be a minute all on one bird and next week it'll be a different bird. But every once in a while, like the one with me pointing, I try and like throw in some kind of fun thing i feel like they're really hit or miss like some are total flops <laughs> and some people just jump jump on or like this is great yeah i i feel like that's probably it's probably like not not to like try to jump into the psychology of like what people are doing what people are watching tiktoks for but yeah all, all the people like the general regular followers that's what they want they want the normal every every week we're going to get the same thing and then when yeah. you get those hit and miss ones it's the ones that that's that's the one where they threw out the feeders to the random people that aren't already following you and then those are the people right. that are liking it. Those people that aren't already following, and then, and then they don't jump in to be a follower because then they're they're like, well, this is just this guy talking about a bird of the week every week. Why would I want to like? Yeah, I, I like that weird video he made, but I don't know about all these other ones. <laughs> yeah, they want consistency. They want they want to follow an account and know exactly what they're going to get every every time they log in. I guess. Yeah. So, do you need to start a second account for all the other weird stuff that you don't want to like muddle up with bird of the week? <laughs> I might have to, yeah. Off the rails bird of the week. <laughs> so you've had a lot of people like and comment um, saying, you know, stories about it, uh, about the birds that you're talking about. But what other results have you seen um, because of this? I get tons of messages from people like describing a bird, what it sounds like, usually kind of poorly or describing what it looks like and asking me for help IDing it. And like, I'm no expert, but I try my best to kind of help people with their individual ID questions. Like I said, like the comments are just wild to me. I think not that I have a ton of experience with other social media platforms other than like Instagram, but the comment section is like its own thing. Like some of the comments are directed at me, but some of them are directed at the other viewers, which is something I, I never knew about TikTok until I started making these. Like in the comment section, people will be like, anyone from Ohio? And a bunch of people will reply being like, yeah, Ohio. It's like, who, wait, why are you all talking to each other on my thing? But you know, there are cool conversations happening where people are like sharing other facts that I didn't include, which, you know, I appreciate because it's like, oh, I also know something cool about this topic. And um, there's lots of just like, you know, sharing like who they shared the video with lots of parents saying that their kids like it or people saying that they show it to their grandma or grandpa or, you know, just kind of like excited to be like, this is great. And I showed it to someone and they also thought it was great. Hmm. So it's, it's definitely upbeat and like fun. So yeah, I'll keep making it for now. Yeah. So, so you've, <laughs> you've been doing it for, we're, we're coming up on a year now, right? Um, yeah. I started the 
last school year. Okay, so are have have you noticed a difference in the way people interact with yours, or like the level of interactions, like either between you and your listeners, or you and other content creators on TikTok? I'm definitely, I'm definitely getting way more requests now because I think uh, I started doing the thing where you can reply to someone's comment with a video. So if someone requests you know, barn owl, I'll make a video about, I'm making one now about barn owls and I'll use their request as the beginning of the video. Okay. And so I think when people see that, they're like, oh, he takes requests. So um, <laughs> I have a few people who like, it's almost starting to feel like they're trolling me. Like every week they're like, this is week eight of asking for Rosie at Spoonbill. Like, Sorry, I might keep you waiting like kind of a lot longer. Um <laughs> But I also, I also started the year only doing birds in Oregon and only birds that I had seen and know well that I thought students might see. Cause you know, the original goal was like, I wanted kids to come to school and say, Hey, your video about the flicker, I saw a flicker in my yard. And like, now I know what it's, you know, what it's called and these cool facts about it. Um, but I've slowly started drifting to birds that I've never seen. And there's someone who requests willow ptarmigan like multiple times a week. <laughs> Which I'd love to see and I need to learn about because I know almost nothing about it. But, you know, then I feel like that's kind of fun for me, too. So I'll kind of alternate between videos that I can make quickly because I already know a lot about them and videos like that, which will require some research. <laughs> yeah, I, I noticed the last couple, uh, Northern Mockingbird and, uh, and Northern Cardinal, that uh, not, not typical uh, backyard birds in the Pacific Northwest for us. Yeah, the, you know... The, the videos that have done the best are like black cap chickadee and like Robin and morning dove. And I think it's just people are excited to see a bird that they know or that they've heard a lot and not really realize that the sound and the, the bird are connected. Like on morning dove, so many people were like, I hear that all the time. I never knew it was a morning dove, even though they probably knew what a morning dove was or at least what it looked like. So, yeah, I'm trying to kind of bounce around between those uh, people pleasers that are like, everyone's like, I know that bird or I know that sound. And then maybe something new that they've never heard of before. Like when I did Bittern, I feel like a lot of people had heard it and had no idea what it was or just knew nothing about it. And they were like, wow, what, what is that bird? And where do I find it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, I asked about results and you gave me some results, but you know, are people, you know, buying you a coffee? Are they buying your like apparel? <laughs> like, I mean, are you, I, do you plan on monetizing from this? I mean, honestly, to be like the corny teacher, like the best results are that my students and the students at my school are like really into it. And um, they sing the theme song and they're <laughs> like, they're really into bird of the week, which since originally the whole goal was to get my students excited. I'm like, you know, I can check that box. Um, I did set up one of those buy me a coffee things. Just, I don't know. I just was like, do these work? <laughs> do people actually buy strangers on the internet coffee? And I've gotten a few, which is cool. And um, the only real partnership is the company Bird Collective, which I already love and buy stuff from all the time, uh, reached out to me and they were like, if we send you some hats and t-shirts, like wear them in your video and just like show them off. So I've done that, which has been cool. Okay. So we'll give you a sticker and you can just, you know, hand an air go birding. Just, totally. just slap it on your face. On my forehead while I'm like pointing at stuff. Yeah. And talking. <laughs> so like ha have it on your fingers. You point over. So it's like a flag on the end of your finger. Like, oh, look. <laughs> Put a little plus Tom on there. It says Hannah and Eric plus Tom go birdie. <laughs> hey, I'm down. Let's do it. <laughs> um, so 
so as you keep doing this and you're reaching out to more people, do you foresee like spreading this to more teachers and do you hope to have it, you know, something that other teachers can use in their classrooms, like go to conferences and promote the whole thing? I would love to do something like that. I would love to like compile all the videos and have it be like maybe with a workbook or with like an activity. So it's like, here's the, you know, here's the 25 best bird of the week videos. And then here's like a 25 page PDF with like, you know, information and activities about each bird. Cause um, I do a thing in my classroom called genius hour where the kids choose a topic and for about a month they do some research and they just have to make something to kind of show their learning. So kids can make like booklets or comics, kids make board games, posters. This last year it was a lot of digital stuff like Google slideshows and short videos and things. Um, so I would love it if that was like sort of part of it. Like here are the birds and here's some things I've made. Now like you go pick a bird and you know, make your own bird of the week or make your own activity booklet or something. Cause I, like I said, like I feel like I learn best when I make something and I think most people, or at least kids also, like it's a different kind of learning when you're creating something to then teach someone else about the thing you learned. Mm -hmm. So I would love to somehow combine the bird of the week fad with the genius hour project and like the, you know, real research for the age range I work with eight, nine year olds. That'd be super cool to get like, like how, how many of your kids are in the class, 15, 20, 30 kids all to make TikToks about their favorite bird. <laughs> And, and just submit that as their, uh, their, their weekly project. Like, oh yeah, I made, I made this video about uh, American Robins and here it is the bird of the week and just point <laughs> they, they could be pointing at the Robin. Totally. And that's like my favorite kind of classroom project. Like I don't remember the exact name, but I have a deck of cards that are just like the most common birds in Portland. It's like, I forget the artist's name, but they're beautiful. And like, maybe twice now, two years ago and four years ago, I just like handed out the cards to everyone. I was like, this is your bird for the next two weeks. You're going to research it. And we made these posters, but it could, it could tie into the video eventually. That'd be super cool. Well, that's super, super cool. You know, we've really enjoyed watching your videos and we're so excited that you're doing all this and, you know, you've been able to connect with so many people and share the love of birds with people. That's I think what, you know, we're here for yeah. and, you know, it's so much fun to see other people doing it on different platforms that we suck at doing <laughs> it as well. <laughs> well, you know, the TikTok video is such a little chunk of digestible information. Like the one minute chunk of video is so appealing to so many people. And like, I don't know about you, but when I want to learn something new, like YouTube is often one of the first places I'll go because it's like, you're, it's a visual thing. And like, you can rewind if you need to hear something again, you can pause it while you're learning. You know, it's, I think video works for a lot of people's brains. So, um, you know, when you, when you get to the one minute bird of the week, you know, kind of what you're going to get and it's not long, but it's enough information to go out and maybe look for that bird or do more research or, you know, take it wherever you want to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, th thanks for sitting down with us for, for a few minutes in the middle of the afternoon to, when, when you could be out chasing that, uh, that, <laughs> That stint. Yeah, but next stint. <laughs> um, but yeah, th thanks. I spent the whole morning uh, looking for the black pole warbler down at Ona Beach. So I feel like I did my like, crazy bird chase for the day. And now I should do some like non-birding activities. <laughs> <laughs> Go drink a beer. Yeah. 
So thank you, Tom, for joining us to talk more about TikTok and about the cool things that you do on it. So go to TikTok and check out Bird of the Week. Bird of the Week. Stop it. That is going to be stuck in my head all day. (laughs) Um, But it is so much fun just to check out all the cool things that people are talking about on TikTok. Even if you don't get into the construction videos like Eric likes to watch, I like to watch like the fingernail like the acrylic fingernail commercial at, you know, things that people do because that's wild. But there are so many incredible people out there who are doing um, nature education. And mm-hmm. that's one thing that I think is so cool about the platform because you can do nature education on Facebook and you can, you can do it on all the platforms, but it's just so interactive on TikTok. And also there's just so many opportunities to like edit films and it's given, you know, all of these really high tech uh, video effects to, you know, just regular people. Yeah. That, I mean, we would, what it allows us to do, like five years ago, you probably have to pay a bunch of money to get an app to do that or mm-hmm. to, you know, have a, a computer program. Yeah. So the other thing, it kind of ties back into our uh, bird nerd giveaway of having limitations set on your, uh, on your big gear is TikTok. It limits you. You have 60 seconds. You have 60 seconds to create this video mm-hmm. to get, your the highest across. quality content you can in 60 seconds. So it's I, I think having limitations can help create help uh, foster creativity. So TikTok did did a good thing there. They they allow you to do two minute videos if you have like over a million followers or something. So help us get there yeah. so we can do videos <laughs> that are a little longer. <laughs> yeah, eh, I don't know. 60 seconds is a lot is a, is a long time. It when kind of is. Yeah. When you Anyways, got the camera on you. When you got the camera on you, 60 seconds is like oh, I'm talking forever. So, anyways, check it out. It's interesting, um, even if you don't start an account and then post a bunch of videos. But if you do, you know, uh, keep them birdie. <laughs> yeah, keep, yeah, keep them birdie and follow Teacher Tom. Thank you all for listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and maybe learned something. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Music, and anywhere else you listen to us. If you'd like to connect with us on the socials, you can follow us at Hannah Goes Birding and Eric Goes Birding on Instagram. Our Facebook page is Hannah and Eric Go Birding. Our email is Hannah and Eric Go Birding at gmail.com. Our Twitter is at We Go Birding. And our TikTok is at Hannah and Eric Go Birding. You can also check out our website, which is www.gobirdingpodcast.com. And please help us share the love of birding with others.